Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Two thousand nineteen ended for this couple in Florida in unfortunately a manner probably similar to that of other couples in that state, with both going to jail for trying to beat one another up. Police were called to the home shared by fifty five year old Ronald Meyer and sixty one year old Linda Donahauer Monday after their verbal argument allegedly turned physical, with Linda punching Ronald in the shoulder in an effort to get him to quiet down, and then Ronald responded by punching the woman in the face. Allegedly, both were arrested on charges of mutual domestic violence and then released the next day, but with a court order to not have contact with one another. Police said the two were arguing over what was happening on the Kelly Clarkson show. (laughs) Apparently, the show that day included controversial topics such as games with the audience, interviews with Kobe Bryant and Blake Shelton, and there was also singing. (laughs) Police do say alcohol was a factor in the incident. And maybe the singing part was the part of it, too. <laughs> well, Cliff, with snow in that forecast yeah. for tomorrow. What do you know? And they're saying we could have, like, a light dusting yeah. around the area. Got me to thinking about Canada. How horrible it must be. I've never been there. But all I can think of when I think of Canada, even if it's July, yeah. is snow on the ground. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. That's all I think of. Yeah. And I was thinking, Cliff, Yeah. at this time of year, If you live in Canada, if you walk into a bank without a ski mask on, does that arouse suspicion from the tellers? Hey, (laughs) you should have a mask (laughs) on. That's right, because it's a darn cold in here. Well, Cliff, on TV yesterday, a bird expert said that ducks are becoming aggressive towards humans. (laughs) A bird expert. Yes. Okay. What are you people doing to ducks (laughs) to make them turn on us? They've never done this before, and all of a sudden, they become very aggressive. (laughs) I'm not pointing fingers and I'm not making any accusations, but somebody's messing with the ducks. Some, well, I mean, you just got to look at the uh, experience you had this or this past year with the chicken <laughs> to know that birds can become aggressive. Did you give the chicken a reason to be aggressive? Not really, no. <laughs> and yet he was anyway. He was quite aggressive. I haven't seen him in a while either. Kind of miss him a little bit. I don't miss the exercise of running from him, but I miss seeing him out there. He was kind of soothing. This is kind of bothering me, Cliff, about the ducks. The ducks? Yes. Aggressive towards humans. You don't suppose maybe they've... Well, I hate to say it, Cliff, but I'm going to. What's that? You think maybe they've grown up on the wrong side of the quacks? (laughs) Really? Here's Jimmy Allen. Really? On the Morning Road Show. That's all you got this morning? This story is one of civil disobedience, and it comes from Milton, Wisconsin. 60-year-old Jeffrey S. Churchwell later told authorities he'd been going to the Natureland Park and doing what he was caught doing, not only for the convenience of doing it, but also just to be disrespectful. Although he did add during questioning, it was a stupid thing to do. Best described by the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in time for breakfast. 
It seems as though Churchwell was caught on surveillance video going behind a building in the park and after lowering his pants and squatting against the wall, pooped to his heart's content. By the way, the reason the camera had been set up in the park in the first place was because someone had been pooping behind the building for over two years and that someone had never been caught. Churchwell admitted to being responsible for all of the droppings, sometimes going there several times a day to do so. By the way, the rebellious act of pooping in the park in Milton, Wisconsin, will get you charged with disorderly conduct and subjecting you to fines and restitution of just over $6,000. And since dude is a high school English teacher, he's being allowed to retire before being fired. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the way you wanted to end a career, no, I'm telling No, that's, that's not it. You're right. <laughs> you know what he's going to be known as from now on. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I'm, you know already. <laughs> what is it? I'm not going there. <laughs> Everyone listening. What is it? They Tell know. Me. <laughs> Well, Cliff, going back to your uh, story about the cold beer argument here in Indiana. Yes. Which sounds rather ridiculous whenever you say it out loud. (laughs) We're having a cold beer argument. That's that's what it boils down to. I understand. We're we're going to debate who can sell beer at what temperature. (laughs) That will be a debate among the politicians and lawmakers of our government in a week or so. Do you think that other states around us, Cliff, like the, I don't know, Missouri, Nebraska, Iowa, other states around, do you think they look at us here in Indiana and think, welcome to 1933? (laughs) I I think those who, who know what the law is, yes, they do. But I think there's a lot of people who come to Indiana for whatever reason and uh, try to purchase alcohol and are baffled and dismayed by the way the laws are constructed in this state. It's almost embarrassing. (laughs) I don't care what they do. I don't care when they sell it, where they sell it, or how cold it is when they sell it. You're absolutely right. But let's just get a law and be done with it. I mean, that should be our motto on our license plates. (laughs) Get a law and be done with it. No. Oh. No. (laughs) What? We used to have one that was Wander, Indiana, or yeah, something rem- like that. I remember that. Yeah. How about Indiana? Yeah. We're not as old as you think. <laughs> it's still 1933 here. <laughs> it's a little long for the plate. Is, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, it probably wouldn't fit. We could probably boil that down we'll some. We'll boil that right down some. Down. Well, Cliff, you really haven't won a football game. Yeah. Anymore, anyway. Mm-hmm. Until somebody dumps Gatorade over your head as the head coach. This is true. That's been going on for several years now. Especially when it's a game of significance, like a bowl game or that kind of thing. That's right. And so that got me to thinking. I've been watching a lot of local news lately on TV. (laughs) Okay. And I'm thinking, wouldn't it be awesome if one night... Yeah. When the sports guy is all excited (laughs) about some big stories he has... And he just goes on and on and on. You're talking about the sportscaster doing the sports on the on the news. Yes. Okay. And he's fired up, and he just yeah. And when he oh, ends the sportscast, yeah, because they get excited. Yeah. Somebody there <laughs> in the studio sneaks up behind him on the camera and dumps a cooler of Gatorade over his head. That yeah. is must see TV right you know, there. You, you're absolutely right. And if they randomly do it from time to time. You never you, know when it's coming. Yes. And the sportscaster never knows when it's coming. And he's a little bit, you know, skittish every time he goes on the air. <laughs> oh. 
I like it. I think that's a ratings winner right there, Cliff. I think you're right. I would watch that channel. Would you? Absolutely. Of course. Mm-hmm. We there's been a change in American society over the past 35 years or so that you probably didn't know about. Big fireworks on the 4th of July and during other holidays, now a tradition. But people our age could, I'm sure, remember when you couldn't buy in Indiana what you can today. All those big explosive things that go up in the air and go boom. It was illegal. And while your parents could go to some place like Missouri and get them, technically it was still against the law to bring them back and shoot them off here. But changes in the laws about fireworks in most states over time has meant the consumption of fireworks has skyrocketed. And in fact, in 2018, the consumption of fireworks in the U.S. was about 275 million pounds, about 12 times what it was in 1976. There is one statistic, though, that will surprise you. Over the same period when fireworks usage has gone sky high, fireworks-related injuries have dropped by a third. And now... Enter the state of Florida saying, hold my beer, as lawmakers getting ready in Tallahassee to consider a bill to loosen laws on the purchase of large fireworks by the public. If you make them available just to women, yeah. it'll be a lot safer, Cliff. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Only ladies can buy fireworks. Keep the guys out of the you're, equation. You're, Let us just watch. You're right. You're but, absolutely right. But we won't yeah. watch. Uh-huh. We'll jump in there like, oh, we know what I'm doing. <laughs> what a difference. One day makes, Cliff. What are you talking about? Well, yesterday, I had on my clown top with the free-range <laughs> collar that was oh, going yeah, everywhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was, it was like, um, I don't it was like disgruntled, I guess is the best word I can come up with. Because your collar was pointing six different ways. Both sides of it. Yeah. I mean, if you were asking me for directions and follow my <laughs> collar, there's no telling where you're going to go. Milwaukee. Yes. <laughs> and this morning... Yeah. With the top I have on, yeah. I feel like it sends the message that I should be sitting at a fireplace, mm-hmm. smoking a pipe, reading Christmas stories to young children, <laughs> kind of like Bing Crosby. Yes, because you, my friend, have, an, have on an authentic cable knit sweater. <laughs> and I feel like a duck out of the water this morning because... I never dress like this. No, it's why usually, I grab this, I don't know. You wear you wear kind of what is like a hoodie, but without the hood. That's what you typically wear. Yes, it's a like a sweatshirt kind of thing. Sometimes it zips quarter down that type of thing. But today you are gone full authentic cable knit sweater, and I noticed it as soon as I walked in the in the room this morning, at right before five. And the weird part about this, yeah. when you're not used to dressing like this, yeah. Everything my sleeve touches, well, I think, is contaminated with some disease. Are you now. saying it's dirty in this room? I, it's very dirty in this I, room. I also did note that the sleeves on your cable knit sweater are extremely long. They are extremely long for your arms. They go six inches over my hand, at least. Well, Cliff, I bring this up not to be yeah. distasteful or disrespectful at all. Okay. But I had a neighbor of mine, a distant neighbor of mine, okay. drop by the house New Year's Day in the afternoon while okay. I was taking in my Christmas decorations. Okay. And I thought he was pulling my leg. Yeah. Because I've heard of people water witching, and I've actually done that myself. Oh, oh yeah. I saw a guy do that once, and he said, here, you try. And um, he handed me the rods, 
and I did the same thing. It was freaky. It is. When the when those rods move and you're not moving them. And they cross right over the water. Yeah. And I found my septic tank about three years ago <laughs> doing the same <laughs> exact thing. But my neighbor says... So you were, what do they call that, witching? You're I was a, witching. You, you were a poop witcher too, apparently. Yes, I was. <laughs> but my neighbor told me, yeah. and I thought he was pulling my leg till yeah. I looked it up, Okay. that there are people with the ability and the yeah. skill yeah. to body witch. You mean like dead bodies? Yes. They can find dead bodies with those rods. They can find dead bodies with those rods, and they can tell you the head from the toe. Wow. Yes. Wow. And a lot of graves... Yeah. Like old graves that have been disturbed. Yeah. They hire these people. I guess they hire them. They come out there I mean, anyway. If I, if I had that skill, I'd want to get paid for it. And I'm thinking, Cliff, <laughs> you know they're at my house. Yeah. There's an old family cemetery that's over 200 years old. Yeah. Way back on the other side of the field. And who yeah. knows if, you know, anybody's in the right place. Yeah. And I'm thinking with a little practice. Yeah. Like at an actual cemetery. <laughs> I could witch there, yeah. you know, not nobody I know, you know, somebody from years and years ago. Okay. I don't want to be like a relative or anything. <laughs> it's a little creepy. But maybe with a little practice, Cliff, I could go out. You know, when yeah. it gets warmer. Yeah, because you're, you're not going to do this in the not cold. not going to do it in the cold. Because that's cold. I hate the yeah. cold. I hate it. I didn't believe that yeah. for one second, Cliff. But did you know that? I'd, I had never heard of that before in my entire life. Body witching. By weed. Ooh, that be my name. <laughs> now you've started a business. I have. You've got a name. You're ready to turn pro. That's a good point you made off the uh, air there, Cliff. What's that? About me uh, body witching if I yes. decide to try this. So if you have trained yourself in the art of uh, finding dead bodies with that witching process, which is much akin to people who can find water underground yes, with the, the stick or the wires or rods or however, they, there's different methods. But if you learn to body witch... And you go back in your that area of the woods back there behind your property where that cemetery is, <laughs> you could start bad things because it's entirely possible that Kikaponis is back there. And you don't want to witch her. No, because you've already invoked the curse of Kikaponis once <laughs> with your toilet. I'd hate to think what would happen to you if you desecrated her grave. Yeah, well. Don't disturb the Kikaponis. <laughs> Now you got me a little nervous about trying the whole thing. <laughs> you won't hear me say this very often on this program, Cliff. Well, what is that? Our take it to the bank this morning yeah. is very controversial. Well, yeah, you're normally a person who steers clear of controversy. Yes. But completely and totally. Yes, but this one here is quite controversial. Okay. So if controversy makes you a little bit skittish or nervous, yeah. when you hear me say, it's time for take it to the bank, yeah. Turn your radio down. I know that's not what we're supposed to be doing here. People to turn the radio. I know. What is wrong with you? I don't want you to be upset about the controversy because this cliff involves the engineering students from Purdue University. Oh, it does. Yes, and they are known as the School of Engineers, amongst other things. Well, that's why they call them the Boilermakers. Yes, first man to walk on the moon went to Purdue University. So yes, you're absolutely right. But let's go back to the thing about you telling people to go away from here. It's almost like you're telling them to listen to a different radio station. I'm just, I didn't tell you to turn no, the I know. channels. I know. You said turn it down. Just turn it down for about 60 seconds. 60 and then seconds. Back. Yes. 60 so we'll, seconds we'll of silence. We'll only have to put up with this for one minute. One minute is all it's going to be. And silence might be preferable. 
Well, <laughs> if you don't like controversy, yeah. I'm telling you, you'll prefer <laughs> silence to this on Take It to the Bank. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. That's your cue if you don't like controversy. <laughs> well, Cliff. Yeah. Or Take It to the Bank this morning. Yeah. It's just me and you now talking. It's pretty well, yeah. <laughs> the question is, yeah. how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? And that's where the engineering students at Purdue University come into this because okay. they designed a licking machine. They designed a licking machine. Built to function like a real human tongue because <laughs> I guess theirs wasn't good enough and they were going to improve on it. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm just guessing there. So they designed a machine that could lick just like a human tongue. Yes. Okay. And they found yeah. at Purdue yeah. that it took on average... 364 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Now, this is where the controversy comes in. Okay, go ahead. For what it's worth, 20 volunteers tried this experiment using an actual tongue. Okay. I'm assuming it was theirs. Yeah. And they averaged 252 licks before they got to the center. Okay. And then the University of Michigan, well, they went out and got some students and evidently, they don't have much tongue power in Michigan <laughs> because it took 411 licks to get to the center. Honestly, people, yeah. just bite it. No, you're right. Don't lick it. Just bite it. Exactly. <laughs> I guess my question is, you know, an engineer designs things for to fulfill, hopefully, some kind of a need in the world of, you know, business or whatever. Yes. Were there any other business uses for this mechanical tongue besides just licking a Tootsie Pop. I think that's all they did it for. They didn't try to do it with anything else? I think that was it. <laughs> they wanted to solve the question. And so they spent uh, probably half of a year. Well, they're probably, yeah, waste how much in their tuition and all that and the lab fees and everything. And all we did was invent a mechanical ton that licks a Tootsie Pop. And all of that. <laughs> Aren't you proud now, Mom and Dad? You can take to the bank. <laughs> tell you to turn the volume back up but yeah but you can't now you, you, because they can't hear you i know well, that was real smart now wasn't it i'm gonna stop all this controversy right now well contra- yes what what are you talking if about if it's on take it to the bank it's true i didn't make that story up <laughs> the story about the licking machine yes it actually was designed by purdue university engineers i don't recall the exact year i could find it for you but i don't want to go that deep into this cliff well, but it actually you couldn't happened. even go tongue deep. I don't know. What no, no, no. I'm just saying, if it's on Take It to the Bank, it happened. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three: a cold beer argument. Number two: Did you give the chicken a reason to be aggressive? No. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today: You couldn't even go tongue deep. <laughs> I wish now. We yep. had just canceled Take It to the Bank today. <laughs> yes. That's what you get for being, I don't know, controversial. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.